Hi, and welcome back to Late Bloom in Love, the podcast about finding love when it's about blooming time. I'm your host, Amanda Klang, and on this podcast, I talk with guests about love and relationships because I'm single and seeking love just like you may be, and frankly, I need advice and inspiration. Recently, a female friend who listens to the podcast mentioned that she was interested in hearing more about love and dating from the male perspective. So I decided to bring back a conversation I had some months ago. It's with a fellow from Toronto named Greg Malfera, who shares his point of view on the pros and cons of online dating. He also offers his wish list for how the ladies could approach online dating a little differently. After our chat, I'll come back with a recommendation for something else to listen to, to get more insight into the male perspective. And now my conversation with Greg. Greg, welcome to Late Bloom and Love. Thank you, Amanda. So Greg, just introduce yourself. Um, and the key, I think, for me in the audience is to know where you're living, because we're going to be talking about dating and online dating. And sure. every location is a little different. And how old you are, if you don't mind. And just your your yeah. your status, like single, married, I assume not married. <laughs> I will definitely, yeah. Yeah, this is, this is part of the problem these days in online dating. Mm. So definitely, uh, first name Greg, last name Alfera. I actually live in Richmond Hill, uh, Ontario, and um, divorced, fully divorced. Got the, you know, got the paperwork and the judges to ensure to prove it, right? Mm-hmm. And yes, we men have been asked those questions. Um, and you know, Italian background. Um, I've got two young adultish kids, 22 and 18. I work. I'm in technology. Um, I love my career, but you know, I'm looking for somebody as well that would enjoy that companionship, the partnership and, you know, spending that time together. Right. Yeah. And how old are you, if you don't mind? I, I'm actually turning 50 in a couple of weeks. Woo-hoo. Yeah. Yeah. It's coming. And you're online dating. Yes. Yes, I am. Primarily for me nowadays, it's match and bumble. Um, but I'll tell you some of the tricks and tips that we men see, right. If you're a paid member on these apps, you can actually tell if somebody's read your messages, right? So you can tell if they've read your messages, whether they respond or not, that's up to them, obviously, right? Yeah. So, but as a man, from a man's perspective, I'm looking at it from, okay, if I'm sending somebody a message and I'm not being overwordy or just a, just a simple hello, I get it. Women want a little bit of a, you know, a, a bit of a sentence or something or a paragraph to start, right? But as a man, from the other side, why are women allowed to get away with just a high and expect a response? So communication. Mm. Or the other experiences where men and women do this as well, but women have caught up to some of the behaviors that some men propagate, right? Ghosting, talking to you for a week or two or dating you and then disappearing and never saying anything again. Yeah, I think everybody does that, unfortunately. And you're right. It's the nature of the communication platform and it's it's not great are there are there upsides for you of using online dating yeah i think there is i mean it gives you a, a wider pool like I'll, I'll tell you i set my you know my distance parameters to 40 kilometers mm-hmm. so in and around 40 kilometers i'll be happy to drive anywhere meet someone right in a public space and not worry that i think 40 kilometers is too far 
-hmm. right? That I think is a benefit because it opens up the wider pool. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, in our age bracket, you know, 50 plus, you want someone to be genuine and honest and just be approachable and transparent, right? Sure. We, we would like to think at this age, everyone is doing that, but they're not. Instances of, you know, and I've run into this where women say they're single, uh -huh. but they're not. I think both, both, both sides do that. Greg, what's something you wish women uh, understood about guys? Not all men are assholes or jerks, mm -hmm. right? And then we do like to be, we, we like communication. We like the back and forth. I understand the feminist side of things. I also understand men taking a leading role. But women should understand that even men today have that expectation that you're going to also message before I message you. You can do that. And the, the guy will not look down on you or think you're desperate or think you're weak. Mm -hmm. So you'd like the you'd like more women that you meet to ask be the, the one to suggest meeting up first? Yeah, that wouldn't be a problem. Like, why not? Okay, I don't have a problem doing it. But the amount of respect a man generates in his head for a woman who understands what she likes and, and can ask as well, also needs to happen, I think, in this world. And I think far less of it happens nowadays. Okay. Okay. That, that surprises me. Um, really? Just, why? Why does it surprise you? Well, because you? I, well, my experience the, and the, the people I know, of course, I'm, I'm in Montreal, but we're in the same age range. Uh, and I have, I mostly speak to, to women, to my women friends, so, which is why it's interesting to speak to you today. But uh, I mean, you know, suggesting meeting up is, I, I'd say half the time if I meet somebody in person, I've suggested it or they've suggested, like, I don't know. You know, it's funny, I, I've heard and I've been told by, you know, people who live in Montreal, that the females will do the asking in Montreal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Might be a, cult, a cultural thing, yeah. It might, it might be a cultural thing as well, but it would be great in Ontario mm -hmm. as well to see a little bit more of that. So more initiative from the, from the ladies. And you know what, a guy will look at that, at least from my point of view, I'll look at that and say, okay, she's interested. She's taking the initiative. I develop that respect immediately for that person. Mm -hmm. I also feel that in-person meeting is important. Text is great. You know, voice is even better. But you, in order to feel that you want to be able to see this person again, you got to see them in person. You got to know. Oh, I agree. And, I agree. And I've, I've had both good and bad experiences that way. Yeah, of course. Right? Of course. But you really can't get a read on somebody when it's just a two-dimensional screen. I've got a question for you, Greg. Um, sure. As a as a dude, as a man who dates women, how long are you comfortable waiting to get to know this person before it, it's important for you that sort of it becomes romantic? So like a first kiss or whatever or more. For example, I'm asking this because for myself, I need a lot of time usually. I don't know if I'm attracted to someone. And I'm just curious as a, as a guy, like... How do you have a, a rule of thumb in your mind? Like, I, if if we if so, if this doesn't turn I do. clearly romantic in the X date, I'm I'm done. So what what is that? What's your rule of thumb? Uh, I'm just relating my experience right now. I'm not speaking in general for all men, mm -hmm. but I can tell you that for me, I don't kiss on on the first date mm -hmm. because there's a false expectation. There's a you know you're generating in your mind the idea that. Oh, this person really likes me. Good, I can kiss them as much as I want. No, right? Yes, some women need time, a lot of time. For me, generally now, if I've gotten to date four and I haven't kissed you 
where I'm sensing something a bit more, mm -hmm. then I'm going to have another discussion with you. And I'll have it in that moment. I'm not going to do it over text. Mm -hmm. I'll, either, I'll either do it in person yeah. or I will call you if I don't get the opportunity in that moment. Right. Like if I feel that you've, that, you know, you've squirmed after I've tried and it doesn't happen, mm -hmm. then yeah, I'm, I need to talk to you because over text, things get lost. Perceptions, tones change, yeah, right? So that's me, right? Yeah, literally, you know, I, I, I say the fourth date, but personally, if, if by that third, fourth date, I haven't kissed you or I haven't wanted to, right. I don't know what I'm doing there. And I, I wouldn't let it get to that point either. Mm -hmm. If after the first date, I've met you, we've had a great discussion, and here's what I do from, and I don't know if other guys do this, I will ask you out on a second date after the first one in that moment. Right. I'm not going to wait to get home for three days. That's, it's not a game to me, right? Oh. If I enjoyed the time, I'm going to want to see you again. Hey, when can I see you again? Would you like to see me again? I'll ask. That's exactly how I ask. Yeah, that's good. And I can tell right away if they're into you. Yeah, sure. Let's get together like Sunday or next week. I'm free. But a woman who says, I'm going to check my schedule and I'll let you know, that's a no. Right. You, she just doesn't want to tell you. Yeah. Right. She just want to either offend you in that moment. No, it's good. It's good to be to be clear and direct. It's uh, it's hard sometimes, but it's certainly much better. Yeah. Is there any is, um? Is. is there any advice you wanna you wanna leave us with? I don't know. You, you sort of offered some good stuff about being proactive. Okay. Yeah. Tell me. Try and go with the flow. If it's gonna happen naturally, it's gonna happen, and you'll know. You'll both know. Mm -hmm. Right. That's that's you know that's been my experience. Excellent. And, and yes, I'm still single. I was going to ask. <laughs> and I'm not looking for perfection, Amanda. I, I think people who are looking for perfection are chasing, an, um, I'll call it the bachelor or bachelorette effect, mm. right? What you should be seeking for is somebody with character and value. And yes, we have preferences for physical looks. We all do, mm -hmm. right? It's, a, it's, the, it's the part after that that you have to really discover, right? And say to yourself, can I vibe with this person? Can I be myself with this person? Mm -hmm. Am I comfortable? Yeah. Because if you're anxious over something, it's not right. right. At least in my experience. Yeah. Th those are good. Those are really good. Last question. How optimistic are you feeling at this moment about the, 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 the possibilities of meeting somebody? Because you'd like to meet somebody. So online dating or, or in general. Yes, I'm very optimistic. I think there's somebody out there for everyone. Yeah, nice. It takes time yeah. to develop who you are yeah. and what you're really looking for yeah. and maybe finding that person. It, it does. It takes a lot of time, right? It doesn't happen overnight. Certainly it doesn't. <laughs> well, listen, thanks a lot, Greg. This is, uh, this is edifying and, and encouraging. I appreciate it. Thank you. Best of luck. Please <laughs> be safe. Thank you. Thanks so much to my guest this episode, Greg Malfera. This has been Late Bloom in Love with me, your host, Amanda Klang. Thanks so much for joining me here. I'll be back in two weeks with a new episode. And as promised, I have one recommendation in the meantime. It's for a podcast episode called The Men and Boys Are Not All Right, which aired March 10th on The Ezra Klein Show. That's a New York Times podcast if you didn't know it. It's an interview with researcher and author Richard Reeves, who talks about his book, Of Men and Boys. 
He discusses challenges that boys and men face today and ways that our culture is failing to offer them guidance, support, and meaning. He also talks about the importance of teaching boys how to be nurturing, and he shares his view that, collectively, we're not doing a very good job of it right now. It's a compassionate, illuminating conversation, and it disposed me to feel more open and kinder towards the men I already know and the ones I know I'll be meeting. I recommend it. And if you want to find out more about this show or catch up on past episodes, you can go to latebloominlove.com. That's Bloomin, B-L-O-O-M-I-N. You can also leave comments or questions there. I'd love to hear from you. And be sure to check out the Facebook and Instagram pages, Late Bloom and Love. Catch you next time.